Hello, and welcome to The Process, the podcast where we talk to creative people about their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hugerworth. And I'm John Lee, and for this episode we have improviser, comedian Michael Brandon. Playwright. Playwright. You always forget I, that forget. one. Well, I don't it's know. It's pretty interesting. It, it's like my favorite part of the did episode. Did we talk to him about that? Yeah. We do? Okay. Yeah, we do. It was like, it was a long time ago. It was. We yeah. recorded this weeks ago. I don't remember it. Why? Our schedule <laughs> is so messed up now. Before we used to just... Uh, it was pr- yeah. this messed up before. This is how Eli's episode was. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We weren't doing these raw intros back then. Well, how how are <laughs> you doing? What... How are you doing, John? I'm good. I just okay. I I just got into Bellingham like an hour ago, actually. Oh, um, nice. Uh, I was visiting my family, and the whole like hour and a half drive up here, I was trying to think of my stand up set for the Green Frog tonight, and I could only I'm stuck on this one like. I'll, okay, I'll tell tonight, but I'll, I'll tell okay, you now. Okay, uh, okay. It's like I'm stuck on this one like Oreo bit because I was at the grocery store the other day okay. and uh, I saw this Oreo and the flavor was cookies and cream and I was like, Oreos are already cookies and cream. <laughs> like that's what an Oreo is. It's cookies and cream. You can't have yeah. cookies and cream flavored Oreos. Yep, yep. It's really stupid. You keep looking at the waveform. Is Sorry, it off? It's a little big. No, we're good. Keep, go t- keep talking Get about Oreos. And I, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's, I like it. Is it? No, it's stupid. <laughs> no, it was, I like, was like an hour and a half drive, I was, and I was, I was like, distracted, I should probably I like move it. on to another premise, but I was like... <laughs> no, I think I think it's a one-off joke. You should just try it. Okay. I mean, yeah. am I... That's that's valid, right? They shouldn't have cookies and... That's like no, tomato-flavored salsa. It's yeah. Like, it is... You're just taking what it's it already different. is. Okay. No, I love it. All right. It was like an hour and a half I thought about that joke. Taco-flavored taco salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is why it's just stand You're splitting hairs. <laughs> Uh yeah. How how was the the drunk show at the upfront theater? Uh, I yeah. remember yeah. parts of it. Did you, did you really black out? <laughs> I did not black okay. out. I saw your tweet. I saw that you threw up. Oh, I threw up for. Yeah. I don't. You know, I said an hour, but it really could have uh-huh. been time. <laughs> stood still. Who was in it? <laughs> I don't know. It was a big cast. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Styles is in it actually. Really? Was he really? Yeah. Did you and, guys uh, all like drink together or like take yeah, shots? Yeah. I mean, in the we were drinking or? at the eight o'clock show, uh-huh. and then. We had to like drink a lot in half an hour before Shoot. The, the ten o'clock. And the idea was, uh, so Mario was in charge, and his uh-huh. his thing was, we want this to be a good improv show, uh-huh. um, but like the obstacle is that you're drunk, okay. and so like don't like think, oh, you can just be messy and sloppy. Right. Like, uh-huh. no, you want us. We want this to try and be a good show, right? right. Uh, and I think it was funny. I think uh-huh. the audience was drunk too. It was St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, and it okay. was. Uh, <laughs> it's like showing up to work drunk. You know, it's like you don't want yeah. anyone to know. Yeah, exactly. But some things are gonna come through anyway. <laughs> I mean, it started in free. Uh, I mean, I remember the first thing I was in was in a freeze scene uh-huh. with uh, Caleb Hepker, and uh, he, <laughs> I froze in a position where I was like holding something in front of his crotch, and I just said like, oh, <laughs> this is an enormous cock, or something, <laughs> like something like that, something just so... <laughs> He just went and, then, for and, it. He was, and he said something like, "You gotta chop it off." And like that was that was the opening for for me on that stage, and that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> how much did you have to drink? I don't remember. Don't I, remember. I mean, and I was like fine on stage. I think yeah. what happened was I kept drinking afterwards. Uh-huh. Um, and then we went to the. You did to impress the main stagers? Yeah, to impress them. The, I had to, could hold my alcohol until I got. I ordered an egg sandwich at, in the ranch room. Wow, at, that is uh, a terrible idea. And you, you uh, drank and, it, and it showed and it you, showed up. You ordered fr- an egg sandwich. And it showed up in front of me, and uh, and then 
I ran to the bathroom uh-huh. and I threw up and I was dry, dry heaving for a really long time. Uh, James sorry. and Trevor from Main Stage had to. Uh, James Tweedale is on the show uh-huh. next week. Uh, they were, they were also drunk and they uh-huh. were like trying to to comfort me and they kept bringing me water and I would throw well, it up as friends. soon as I drank it. And well, at a certain friends. point, they're like, "Kevin, you gotta stand up." And I stood up and I kept throwing up. Oh, <laughs> and then, this is all in the horseshoe bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I the trashiest I, bathroom of all of Bellingham. I, I was just like sprawled yeah. out on the floor and. Uh, then eventually they like I was like carry they carried me out and I like threw up in the in the sink on the way out oh and there was like God. someone waiting to wash their hands and like I was like I'm sorry and <laughs> I don't think I I didn't wash it down I realized like the next morning and I was like no the, my puke is just <laughs> somebody just else there. had to clean that up yeah I feel it's really gone bad. By now. I feel really bad. Uh, and then they carried me. I just closed my eyes and let them like basically carry me. Um, How'd you get home? Uh, RB from Satellite okay. drove me home. I don't remember that car ride. I was, a, just, I was so focused on what trying to What a good crew. Up. Why did you order an egg sandwich? It sounded so good. <laughs> no, why? That is, <laughs> and just the smell of eggs. That means, I don't know. It sounded good. And I'm, I regret not eating it. You know what? You I regret think, not. I think Trevor ate it. <laughs> no, I, th- I don't think anybody eats those. I think people order no, them, good. and then they look at them, and they're like, I don't want this, and they take it to the back, <laughs> and then good. they just they keep reserving it. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was that was drunk prov. And, that sounds uh, like fun. It was fun, yeah. except for the part where I was dry heaving for some uh, some amount of time. Well, we don't want this intro to go too yeah, long. Yeah, we don't. I'm just going to say for five seconds, I went camping yeah. this weekend. Oh, did and you? I, oh, and yeah. I never go camping. It was 15 minutes go? away in Larrabee Park. <laughs> which is <laughs> That's like the SpongeBob episode, right? <laughs> It was like, we're fun. going camping, and it's like right in the yeah. No, we went camping really, really close. It was fun, and that's it. That's all I have time for. I I hung out by the fire. I read books by yourself. No, my friends. Okay, and got stoned. It was great. That sounds like it was camping great. air quotes. And then I was really sore and tired when I got home, and then I slept for like wow, a thousand of hours <laughs> because of all the you hard ground. It. You roughed it. I really it. roughed it. We're yeah. running out. Of time. I want okay. too many things to say. We got to end it. All right. Okay, cut we it gotta off. Get, okay. Is there anything else you want to There's say? There's nothing. I just let's just get into the episode. All Michael right. Brandon. Uh, with Michael Brandon. Yeah. We, we join them in a conversation already in progress. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I spent like I scoured that whole fucking uh-huh. mansion. You yeah, know? like, and like I got to a point where it's like, Actually, okay, well, I don't. That have, must be yeah. Yeah, I don't have any. I can't yeah. find another boot because you got that little like beeper thing, right? Last, and it's yeah. blue everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I can't, technically, there's fifty one. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah, it's nice that you get like thirty of them. Not thirty. You get like twenty of them. And technically, when you, when you beat Bulosis, it's like uh, yeah, Bulosis is like you get like another fifteen. I think. I'll say this though: that yeah. poster is for Luigi's Mansion Two Dark Moon, yeah, the is. 3DS, which I think oh. overall is a weaker entry in the series, but it's better suited for a handheld like format. Well, I would hope so. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. no, which is smart. But it's like I like what I loved about the first one is it's like this very atmospheric game. You go through one mansion, it's like really cool. The second one's got like five mini mansions, oh. and you do it in like missions. So it's oh, like really? it has like a di- slightly different layout for like five missions per mansion. There's like five mansions or something. It's like the same idea where there's like you each ghost to like you trigger something with the ghost. Like. I think so. it's been a while, okay. but it's it's like similar. Like you still catch ghosts or still like bosses, but it's like I, the first one I think is the superior one, but the second one's on like okay on your ten minute break you should be able to beat a mission. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Which is fun. The concept yeah. of mini mansions bothers me because it's <laughs> not a mansion. mansion that, that's a house. That's true. Yeah. Maybe a large <laughs> house, but don't lar- yeah. Don't dress it up. And yeah. It should be called Luigi's Mansions. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Also that. Uh, so you are... We probably define yourself as an improviser. Yeah, improviser. More than... And then, like, everything else is, like, a subcategory? Or yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, improviser, yeah. comedian, uh-huh. playwright. Playwright. Yep. 
You put actor there too on your resume? Or? Uh, I mean, I have it's... you been in any plays? Like, oh yeah, I've okay. been in plays. Yeah. I know, yeah. I've seen you. I saw you in the one act. Yeah, but like, did you were you like in like main stage productions ever? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. Um, I did uh, uh, the vibrator play. Uh, oh, that's right. In the next room. In the next or room. The vibrator, the vibrator play, play by yeah. Sarah Rule, uh-huh. which um, yeah, that was like my my one main stage credit right. my one like faculty directed like ooh i'm ooh, legit yeah, now no, yeah the professors are like michael yeah <laughs> we we notice you now and yeah. we're gonna say hi to you in the hallways yeah and like yeah. i did that i was like cool great and uh-huh. now i don't have time to audition for anything right. else yeah. and i'm graduating so yeah. uh uh-huh. yeah i mean like did, did you just not feel the need to like audition for every or, or were you auditioning I, I didn't i didn't audition for everything i yeah. definitely like generally stuck to things where i was like interested in the play for whatever reason uh-huh. um like the big reason that i auditioned for uh the vibrator play is because i adore sarah rule mm-hmm. like she's one of my favorite playwrights and when i saw that they were doing that i was like oh shit i love sarah rule right. like i want to try and get in on that mm-hmm. um like the shakespeare's i i think i auditioned for all of those right yeah. um because i i love shakespeare but then other stuff like musicals i never right, even bothered because yeah. <laughs> i know i know yeah. what i can and can't do <laughs> yeah because i know people that they, that is audition for every thing that comes out yeah. despite whether they yeah i don't know i want to read the whole play i want to be because i don't know like if i cause what happens if you get it like yeah and like, then it's like, it, you like, hate you the play what? i hate this actually <laughs> yeah that's always that's always scary yeah. Um, so how did you how did you get a start then as like an improviser? Like when did that uh, become your your jam? Um. So when I was in high school, I like sort of spiraled into theater. Like I started out and uh, I I got associated with the uh, the debate club um, okay. because I really liked uh, like I enjoyed debate. And then a bunch of the people in the debate club were also part of the video production club. Oh, cool. uh, so once the debate club got shut down, uh, I like moved over to video production, and then wait, uh, why did the debate club get shut down? <laughs> we uh, we <laughs> they couldn't agree on anything. <laughs> actually, uh, our school was in like a bad neighborhood in Spokane <laughs> called Hilliard, uh-huh. and at sports games we would chant Hilliard Pride. Uh-huh. And the principal was like, you can't say that anymore. Don't say Hilliard Pride. It, like, sets right. a bad image for the school. Oh, wow. There's so many worse things you can yell, I feel <laughs> right? like. Right? Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, a bunch of us got upset, and, like, some of the people in the debate club organized a protest. Like, right. they actually got, yeah. like, the paperwork uh-huh. and everything. That's great. Staged yeah, a walkout. That's... And, like, yeah, I was part of that because I was like, yeah, no, like, you can't tell us we can't say right. so, like we're not school saying pride. something racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, this is our neighborhood, right? Yeah. Um, but because it was like organized by like the debate club, right. sort of the uh, debate coach essentially took the fall uh-huh. for like instigating the protest. Oh, okay, okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, so he was gone. Uh, it was in flux for a while, and then one of the English teachers took over. Mm-hmm. But like that took like an entire year. Okay. So because I didn't have debate anymore, I was like, well, what else do I want to do? Uh-huh. Because I still want to do like a you know fun like right like an extracurricular extracurricular yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, like a bunch of my friends from debate are also in this cool. video production. Yeah. So I was doing okay. video production. Right. Were you more interested then, in like being on screen? Yeah, I was, uh, especially in high school, I was, like, a lot more into, um, like, video, like, being on screen and, like, doing the the acting there and stuff. But, yeah, we do, like, 
we were ostensibly supposed to like read the morning news, mm-hmm. uh, but once we recorded that, we were allowed to do whatever we wanted right. with like nice. the remaining time. So we used it to do bad sketches, bad, sketches. bad comedy <laughs> sketches, a lot of which are actually still out there on YouTube. Oh, if you okay. look for I'm them, gonna scrub. How do we find yeah, them? Yeah. What do we get to search? Uh, I think if you look for. If you look for RCN Productions, you're going to get a lot of, like, Russian stuff. Okay. But if you look for... <laughs> Sorry, if you look for something completely unrelated. Yeah. No, if you look for, I think, Bullinator, B-U-L-L-I-N-A-T-O-R, Bullinator. you might be able to find one of our videos, and then from there, you should be able to find We're Okay, so when you, we're doing these sketches, were you guys trying to, like... It's high school, so you're inevitably going to, like, try and emulate some sort of... Is it, was it trying to be, are you trying a to be like of, SNL or? A lot of them were like parody, uh-huh. like a lot of dumb parody stuff. Like Bullinator mm. is like a dumb Terminator, Terminator. parody. Okay. <laughs> we did, uh, we did like a three part thing called a uh, Ricky testosterone, which was, um, <laughs> which was like eighties, like, That's like great. lethal weapon cop movie. That's great. Uh, we did Kyle's quest, which was a, uh, a final fantasy uh, parody. There you go. Just parodying everything. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of just a lot of parody because yeah. like that's, that's where we like start do. with comedy a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta, when you watch SNL, SNL a lot of the time is like yeah. parodies yeah. and like satire and stuff. Yeah. So it's like yeah. yeah. So uh, did you did you go to like, community college before you came to Western? Or uh, no, I um I graduated and I went to uh to Wazoo. Okay. Um, oh, did, did you really? Yeah, oh, I, I went to Wazoo okay. for a year. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, I was like really sad <laughs> yeah. there because like I didn't like the environment. Yeah. And, like, I'm assuming you weren't in a fraternity. Like, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't a frat. I just like didn't like the environment. And um, I mean, it was close, right? But yeah, yeah, it was. But it was also just like, oh, this is like smaller, worse Spokane. Uh, right. And like part of why I wanted to like go directly to four year uh-huh. like a four year university mm-hmm. was because I wanted to leave Spokane. Right, yeah. Um uh, were you involved in any sort of improv there or yeah, did you they, have any creative outlets? Yeah, so I did I was doing like the uh the theater program uh-huh. at Wazoo, um and they had a uh an improv group there, uh Nuthouse uh-huh. that operated similarly to the way the dead parrots app operate right. actually where you would go to open rehearsals mm-hmm. and then eventually you would be okay, asked yeah. to join okay. so i was going there for a while um so i basically went there for the the year and like that was like my main creative outlet was right. like okay I'm, I, I can do this improv uh-huh. like at the very least i can do this improv like you know a couple right. of times a week even if i don't have like other stuff to uh-huh. be doing yeah um, yeah, because you were familiar with that audition format, because I remember at my high school, it was just like, you audition literally one time, yeah, and then like you get sucks. on. That sucks. Like, yeah. that, is, that is awful. Yeah, um, it does. And so, yeah, the improv team at Western, it's it's basically, yeah, you go to the open rehearsals, and I was like, that is so much better. Like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's just a breath of fresh air. Yeah, totally. Only to find out that it's also extremely stressful. <laughs> like, you just go, same with, like, at the satellite, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel like it's, you, you described it as less stressful, Kevin, but. Well, it was, you, I had to, like, program my brain to make it less stressful. Right, it, it, yeah. it was very much like, this is, like. One audition. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. It's less stressful in the sense that it's not, you don't just get the one shot. And like it builds a better team, but it's more stressful as in the in the sense that like you feel like you're just always auditioning. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Did you get that sense when you when you came to Western and started going to the open rehearsals? Um, I think I think I got that a little bit at the beginning. Like when I was first coming, mm. I was like, oh, I need to like 
like prove myself. Right. Like, yeah. I need I need to show these guys that this uh, isn't my first rodeo. Yeah, like exactly. I've done improv yeah, I've done before. before. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Little that's, did I like, realize you, feel like you need to tell them that. Like yeah. I, like you like like yeah. hey you guys uh I know what yeah. freezes, you know, like, yeah. uh, I don't know why that's, you, you see that's, yeah. like, vital if it's, like... Even though now, like, years later, like, now when, like, somebody comes up to me, mm-hmm. like, a, a new face, and I'm like, oh, right. yeah, I was, like, did improv in high school. Like, I was yeah. the captain of my improv right, team yeah, in high school. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. cool, great. That's what I did. I'm Good like, job, yeah. kid. I know, it's just, like, you feel like, I don't know. So you like, haven't really yeah. improvised before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you do d- who's lying yeah, games. Exactly. Cool. You you desperately want your credits to roll over. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. It's not that mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. Like, I try, I try so hard to, uh-huh. like, not come off as, like, arrogant uh-huh. or anything. Like, like I try, um, I think for a while we would refer to the people who went to the Tuesday open rehearsals uh-huh. as, like, Tuesday kids. Right. Yeah. And, like, I try not to do that yeah. anymore yeah. because, Tuesday one, like, goers. Yeah, yeah, like, Tuesday goers, Tuesday yeah. members, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, uh, that's, that is better. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, a lot of them are, like, you know. Adults, like, right, like uh-huh. freshmen, yeah, freshmen are still essentially right. kids. Yeah. I don't care if they're, like, yeah. 18, 18 or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're still uh-huh. basically a child. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, the the older people who have been going there for, like, you know, uh, two, three years at uh-huh. this point, it's like, they're not yeah, kids. They're, not they're kids. like, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> yeah. solid, like, they're good. They have experience. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so when you first started, go, did you go, start going, like, immediately? Like when oh, yeah. You came, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was actually uh-huh. part of the reason that I transferred to Western, uh-huh. was, um, while I was at Wazoo, uh, some members of the Dead Parrots, like, visited oh, okay. us. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Jessica Young, uh-huh. um, James Tweedale, and... I don't remember any of the others off the top of my head. I remember James Tweedale because he has a British accent. Right, yeah. And I remember Jessica Young because I was an 18-year-old boy yes. and she was an incredibly funny, yes. gorgeous woman. <laughs> Two memorable people. Yeah, yeah, those were the ones I remember. I was like, oh, wow, these, this group is, like, really good. Right, like, yeah. Whoa. Uh-huh. Um, so can you tell us about, like, uh, your first time performing improv ever, whether that be at, uh, like, in high school? Or, uh, or yeah, Western. actually, uh, I think the first time I performed was, uh, so when I came into, like, the theater at high school, mm-hmm. after doing, like, video production, I, uh, I auditioned for a uh, part in The Outsiders, because, mm-hmm. like, I have loved that book for a while, right, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, like, audition for The Outsiders, uh-huh. like, cool, yeah, and then, uh, as part of the audition, they were like, hey, this is also an audition for, like, our high school improv team thing, and I was like, okay. And they were like, do like an improvised thing. And I did like an improvised like monologue or whatever. And they're like, wow, that was really funny. That was really good. Uh, our team's actually full right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but you're like, you're like a, a standby. You're on call. Yeah, yeah I was on call. Okay. And then we were doing um, some stuff, uh, like promoting one of our shows, I think, at like another high school. And one of the members of the improv team proper was like violently ill. And I was, like, already there as right. part of the other thing. And they were like, okay, like, here, like, come on board. Okay. Like, like go ahead and do this. Uh-huh. And I did that. And then they were like, so wait, why Why do we not have, oh, yeah, right, yeah. like, why can't we have one <laughs> yeah, more person exactly. on the team? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, it's my, a good point. Yeah. yeah, my very first time was essentially I, I just got, like, like tagged in uh-huh, at, like, a, a kind of high a school gym. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great, though. And then, yeah. so how long, when you came to Western, how long were you doing the Tuesday open rehearsals before we actually got called up. I got called up uh uh February so like partway through winter quarter of my second year. Okay. Here. Yeah. yeah. So I went for a year 
And then I came back, I went for another uh-huh. quarter, and then, like, midway through winter quarter. Okay. Yeah, can you tell us about that process? Were you even, like, did you even think that they might be considering you, or was it, like, you, you just Not at all, like, actually, yeah. yeah. It was, like, it was it was a complete surprise, uh-huh. uh, because I'm, I'd been going, and, like, I could tell that I was, like, getting better, uh-huh. but, like... I think I got to a point where I was like, yeah, okay, I'm getting better, but, like, right. I still have a lot to learn, and I, I had gotten to the point where I was like, I wasn't, like, concerned, I guess, with, right. like, I want to be on this team. Uh-huh. It was like, I just want to be here and, like, uh-huh. do improv. Gotcha. I, mean, I think that's uh-huh. the point, like, we, we've talked to a lot of people who got called up, and, like, that's, like, the point where they get noticed. Is yeah, like, exactly. Like, once you're like, I, I'm, just having, uh, yeah. I'm just doing improv. Yeah, like, yeah you have great. to not care. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> which is, like, this really hard yeah. thing to get in your yeah. mind, because you're like, okay, I have to not care. Yeah. Right. But I, oh, like, I, I care so much. Care so like, much yeah, yeah, but, like, you can't, and you yeah. can't, like, tell people that. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> tell, like, the, the people who are, like, going to the open rehearsals, I can't tell them, like, you don't care too much about right. this. Well, now, now you can. They just they don't listen to this. And, uh, yeah. Don't. The advice if, is always have fun, yeah. which is like the best slash most boring advice. You're yeah. like, okay, fun. Got it. What else? Yeah. Well, well, I think you also have to realize, like, are you are you going to Tuesdays to be on the team? Or are you going to Tuesdays because you just like doing improv? And right. I think like that's the that's a big switch. It's yes. like don't don't go to be on the team. Go because yeah. you you enjoy this. And like yes. if you're never on the team, like that's fine. Yeah. I'm still I'm having a good time. Exactly. The, the stink of desperation needs to be washed yeah. off of you after about a year. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell us the transition of like of like when that happened and like did you just do certain things in your improv like go into it with a certain mindset? I think I think a lot of it was I because I had come from uh, high school and because I had come from Wazoo both of which were like short form right mm-hmm. uh, and the 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 dead parrot stuff we still did like a fair amount of short yeah. form especially back then like we've really shifted over to long form mm-hmm. in the last couple of years but like back then it was like there was still like that emphasis on long form yeah and I think um, I went I like I went away for the summer. Uh, and I came back and, uh, like when I was gone for the summer, I was doing some improv in Spokane at the, uh, the Blue Door Theater. Uh, and I just like realized like, oh, relationships, right? Yeah. that's the important <laughs> uh-huh. thing. Not punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, uh, I think, I think I met Jake Ferg like the second year. I can't remember exactly. I you guys the went to the same line. high school. No, no, okay, no, completely different high school. Okay. He went to the. He was in the nice part of town. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like I, I met Jake and like I like bonded with him right pretty uh, quickly. Like we became uh, friends very quickly, and so right. like whenever I got the chance to like do something like a scene with him, I was like, oh yeah, like I, okay. I get this. I, uh-huh. Like, I understand now. Right, yeah, there's some sort of connection yeah. there, yeah. And, like, I was more comfortable with everyone, because, like, there were people there that's like, oh, I've, like, known you for a year now right, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm and not intimidated always, yeah. or, like, worried about, like, looking dumb. That right. was a big one, actually, uh-huh. like... Like not worrying about looking, looking dumb, dumb yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and like being okay with failure too. Yeah, is really, I'm sure is big. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Looking cool. I mean, imp- improv is not. It's inherently like kind of nerdy, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can't oh, go it's, there. Oh my god, it's yeah. so nerdy. It's so nerdy. Like, <laughs> so it's like going oh, there to look cool. Like I just yeah. remembered. Actually, I just remember. I think one of the other things that helped, and this is going to be super nerdy. Okay. okay. <laughs> when I came to Western. Like, my first or second week, I was on campus looking for, like, a bathroom to use. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a Friday night, and I walked into Bond Hall, uh-huh. and there were LARPers. <laughs> there were people playing, like, 
I think Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh-huh. like live action, That's like great. stumbled into that <laughs> yeah. and I was talking to them uh-huh. and like I asked them what they were doing and they were like, oh yeah, we're doing uh, this, this LARP. I'm like, a LARP, you say? Yeah. I do enjoy me some tabletop role playing <laughs> <Yeah>. games. <laughs> so I asked about it and I, I started doing that and uh-huh. like, is dorky as it is like it was still like i was spending like three four hours playing a character yeah, right. every week yeah so it was like and so I, I was responding like in this character yeah and it's like oh okay. that's like yeah it was, it was acting it was yeah, like a exactly. lot of like yeah. acting uh-huh. it was like it was essentially like three hours of improv uh-huh. every mm-hmm. week yeah. with the caveat being that i played a specific character yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly for those three hours so that just help you let go i mean larping of course you're not gonna worry about your right self-image. yeah also <laughs> yeah, yeah um, i is, yeah. is there like are there like cliques within like the larping community yeah. of like we're the cool lovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not those nerdy larpers. Uh, actually, there uh, there was a schism a couple of years oh, back. There was LARP, like warp gossip. Yeah, there was like because uh, there's like two. There were like two different um, uh, games going for a while, okay. and then uh, one of the games switched over to like a, a homebrewed system mm-hmm. that like the uh, the people running the game were like developing themselves mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, some of that some of the group was like we don't want to just like help you play test your, right. your game or yeah. whatever yeah, like yeah. we want to play like an actual real game uh-huh. that we've been playing for years right. so like we're splitting off and doing our other thing so, and so, so they had they like, had they had a larp war of yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're not they're not like at each other's throats like i'm, I'm I, as far as i know for the most yeah. part they're still like friendly yeah, with right, each other yeah. and a lot of people still do both games God. but there was definitely like that split of that like split, yeah. these people are running like this old school uh-huh. like white wolf stuff right and then uh this group is like we're doing our own new thing we're right, developing okay. a system mm-hmm. developing our own stories like okay. all of that gotcha yeah uh so uh so you got called up into improv your sophomore yes. year and then how many how many years later did you do when did you start doing stand-up was it your the year after or uh, i feel like you ta- i remember talking to you wanting to do it for a little while yeah and then i don't know like when you i can't remember when you first started doing it yeah i feel yeah. I feel like I've been at Western so long that, like, all of my timelines are fuzzy, but let me see. I started doing stand-up when I... The second year that I lived with Jake. So, let's see. I... Freshman year, sophomore year, lived with Jake. So, it was, like, last... Last Not last year. Because last year I lived with John. The okay. year before that. Year before that. Yeah. Years okay. Before that. <laughs> it's so vague. So, it's so vague. So yeah. so, five years. Yeah. Sometime with it. I think I've been doing stand up uh-huh. around two years now. Okay. Yes, because I've done three last comic standings. Uh-huh. And the first last comic standing was my right. first time doing stand up. Yes, and you got second okay. place. I got second, got second place. That was your first time doing that it? That was my very yeah, first okay. time. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's great. Always, there's yeah. always one. Like, like, <laughs> that's a, you yeah. cho- what, what made you choose? There's always somebody that chooses last comic standing as their first time. And I, I don't know, because it's just the most easily accessible. It's not like as scary as an open mic. Like, it is, but it's just yeah. not as. Uh, I don't know. Well, I for me, it was that I. Um, I, I was uh, I was living with Jake and he was going to the stand up club, so uh-huh. I just started going because I was like, oh yeah, I want to okay. do stand up. Okay. Uh, and then I did that for a bit, like got to a point where I was like, okay, I feel confident enough mm-hmm. to like pr- 
perform, like do my material right. in front of an audience. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that because Last Comic Standing is so close right. to the beginning of the year, uh -huh. that that was like the next opportunity. Gotcha. Like, yeah. I don't think there was an open mic uh -huh. in between when I was like, I feel ready and like when Last right. Comic okay. Standing was. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And, and talk yeah. about your, your like delivery, because I feel like it's really unique or like I haven't mm -hmm. seen anything quite like it, because you, you yeah. do like these like monologues. Yeah. I mean, it's like a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. For our listeners who haven't listened to Michael do stand-up, he's He's much more charming in this podcast <laughs> yeah. than he is doing yeah. sort of. He's like, I don't know. You, like, you, like, you don't go by like a different name or anything. And like you, like, you peer into like my soul. I feel yeah. like, like you, you do like you just look at. It. Yeah, oh you, you wear the same thing. Every, you wear like <laughs> a turtleneck sweater and yeah, my black turtleneck. Yeah, I um. So like when I was when I started going to the club, um, partly because I was like not very confident in uh -huh. myself. Uh, I my first few times, I just like I had this very like. This like flat affect, like here's some jokes that I wrote right. down. I don't know uh -huh. what I'm doing up here. Right. Like part yeah. partly because I was uh -huh. like I really didn't know. Right, and partly yeah. because it was like a little bit of like a defense like you, thing. Hit, you hit behind it a little yeah, bit. Hit yeah, hit behind uh -huh. it. And I happened to be wearing like the, the black <laughs> turtleneck. Yeah. I happened to <laughs> be wearing <laughs> it. And like Jake was like Jake and like the other people in the club were like that actually works really well. Yeah, like uh -huh. like that delivery combined with like uh -huh. that outfit like That's great. works. <laughs> and so I was like Actually, yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Like, that feels good. And, uh -huh. like, it sort of... It's helped, like, sort of shape the jokes, I guess. Uh -huh. Like, there's definitely, like, a, a dark undercurrent right. to some of my mm -hmm. stuff. Not, like... Lee Cox dark, dark yeah. I don't think that's, like, I think that's what makes it funny is that like it's a uh, I'll it's, still it's, make it's, dumb jokes about like Kanye West exactly. and stuff it's like it's the juxtaposition right? yeah, yeah. It's, no, like, it's darkness and then you're talking about like Denny's yeah right? you know um, which I think is which I think is great yeah uh, so is there is there ever like do you ever have a need to to want to come out of it or I've, I've or thought about you... it every once in a while and I think like um I, I if you if uh, if you've been going to the Green Frog recently, uh -huh. I've started I've, shifting. You have, a I've noticed that you've taken the mic out yeah. of the stand. Yeah, I've, I've started. Yeah. yeah, I've taken the mic yeah. out of the stand. Right. You know, it's a big step. Like, for that, me. That's, that's when you're not the character. Right. You put it back in the stand. Yeah. Because um, when you get your hands in your pockets, you know, when you're like when you're yeah. fully in it. But now I've, I've noticed that I see more yeah. actual Michael in it. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I guess because I don't want to just like have the mask or the character right. like. Like, yeah, the character is, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's sort of what I do for stand-up. But right. I don't want it to be the only thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, Michael Brandon. He's the guy who does that, like, yeah. character. Gotcha, yeah. You know? So, how did you go about, like, writing? Did you memorize word for word when you when you first started doing those sets? Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, because I didn't trust myself to, like... Even though I have, like, an improv, like, uh -huh. so much improv background, I didn't trust myself to, like, improvise something if I, like, messed anything up. Like, mm -hmm. the first few times I did stand-up, I, like, wrote out the entire, like, set word for word and memorized it right, as yeah. a monologue, uh -huh. which is where a lot of that, like, especially early, like... Oh, this is just like a weird monologue yeah, came exactly. from because it was it was uh, just yeah, a monologue. Was a monologue yeah. <laughs> uh, so you wrote a play, yes, uh, yeah, right, a, a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that play again? Uh, Three Miles Down Rural Route Nine. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I saw it. I thought it was great. I mm. really, really enjoyed it. Uh, what was like that process like? Because because you also you didn't direct it, so it's like no. what what was talk a little bit about like writing a play and then having someone else kind of like do the other stuff and you're just like the playwright yeah so um i uh i started i started writing uh 
I, I realized I wanted to do, like, playwriting as my, like, concentration in theater because I realized, like, how much I enjoyed writing, uh, and for, you need to do, like, a senior project, uh, and my friend Biz, uh, is a director, and she's one of my favorite directors, one of my favorite people, yeah. so it's like, okay, like, if I want to be a playwright when I graduate, which I think that I do, yeah. right. uh, what's, like what's a way that I can, like, simulate that experience? And so, like, a lot of times playwrights get commissioned by, like, a theater company Uh um, to, like, write something for, like, that company, right, for that director. So I went to Biz, and I was like, hey, Biz, like, do you want to help me out with this? Like, give me a list of things you want to see Uh in a play, like, that you want to direct. Right. And I will write that script for you, pass oh, it I off see. to you, okay. and you direct it. Because that's what cool. it's really like. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it's like if you're, like, commissioned by a company. Yeah, they're right. like, uh-huh. we're, our theme this year is, yeah. like, environment. Gotcha. So, like, you need to have, like, this, this, and this uh-huh. for our environment play uh, for I this see. season. Okay. And so it's like, okay, I'll write something, like, uh-huh. with that So what did she stuff. give you? Um, I don't remember the exact list altogether, but... Uh, one of them was a, uh, happy queer female couple. Okay. Um, specifically, like, like, that there can be conflict, but the play shouldn't just be that, like, they're sad because uh-huh. they're queer, but yeah, now they're happy. Because, like, that's something that a lot of, like, yeah, it's like, true. gay plays uh-huh. do is, like, oh, That angle has been yeah, explored it's like, before, it's, yeah. it's been done to death, okay. you know? Yeah. We've all seen Angels in America. Right, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. at least... Yeah, yeah, uh, we're aware part of it. Yeah. yeah, we've at least seen... <laughs> we've, all, we've all done a scene in yeah. our two hundreds. Yeah, um, and then uh, oh man, uh, there was like this this requirement for like simultaneous action. Uh, there was a requirement for like prolonged uh, silence. Um, one of the requirements was uh, that it had to be like primarily relationship driven rather right. than like action driven was it a uh, was it a comedy dramedy uh, there yeah. wasn't there that wasn't like a required thing okay. um i think i think it ended up being uh you know like like relatively comic but like sort of okay. sort of a dramatic comedy okay. I yeah don't know. I, I would say that i guess you didn't yeah. go into it with any specific feel you were just yeah sort of like, it was it was just like i got that list and i was like okay like how do i figure this out mm-hmm. and so um I was, like, trying to to figure out what I wanted to do. And, like, the way, like, a lot of my, like, scripts come out is, like, I'll just find, like, an image or, like, an idea that Mm -hmm. I fixate on Mm -hmm. and, like, write something around that. So for Three Miles Down, um, it was, I was, like, looking for, I forget what, but I found a website for uh, a candy wrapper museum. (laughs) Um, Okay. And so I, like, started reading about that and, like, reading about this woman's, like, obsession with this, like, weird thing was, like, really charming to me. Yeah. And so I I wanted to write that, like, Uh write that, like, oh, that's, like, beautiful and weird Uh that you're, like, so upset. Yeah. Yeah, You're, like, so obsessed with, like, candy Candy wrappers. wrappers. So, like, I wrote the the play set in, like, the museum where, like, the the character of Mag is, like, obsessed with, like, the bubble gum. Uh Yeah. That was really interesting. That was really interesting. And then there was, like, this element of audience participation was that did you write that into the script or that or? was actually biz that was business okay. like mm-hmm. yeah that was business idea like i handed it off to her and she was like i think i like doing audience participation uh-huh. and i was like cool yeah like it's this is out of my hands now like yeah. i wrote it so like mm-hmm. now right, it's yeah. like 
mostly on you. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to say, like, do or don't do <laughs> was anything. That, how hard was that to... Because I feel like, man, I, that would be tough for me because I'm there, so... There were a couple of times where I was like... That's why I was thinking to myself, like, that's not what I intended. Right. Like, yeah. that's not what uh-huh. I, like, had in... Like, that's not how I heard it when right. I wrote it. But I was trying to, like, do it, like, I as if I had, like, written something and, like, handed it off yeah, okay. in, like, a professional sense. Yeah. So, like, even though I'm sure I could have said to Biz, like, hey, Biz, like, right. this is... You're taking this <laughs> in a direction that maybe I was thinking something else. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um... So, so I had to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna trust in it. I'm gonna. You knew from the beginning that that's where it was going, right? So I guess that made the transition a little easier. Yeah. Oh, he wanted to tell me a thing about uh, Ninja Sex Party, which is like this comedy. Band. Well, he called you for that. Yeah. Wow. He's one of so uh, important. He's like he one of my best friends. That's so. incredible. Listen, <laughs> okay. I've got some hot Ninja yeah. Sex Party news <laughs> for you, Kevin. Well, he he like commented on their live stream and he thought it was re- their the response is really funny. Still, and stuff. I don't think <laughs> that's tell like, me. I don't think that justifies the call. call you to tell yeah, you that, about that, a comment, comment that, that he, he thought made. was funny. No, no, no. Okay, they were reading the comments and they responded Dude. to his and they had a funny oh, response. And he was like, I thought you would appreciate it. I, I like, still don't think that justifies the call. I still don't think that's a phone call. It's not a phone call. That's a text. Well, a big, <laughs> a big yeah. part of our, our friendship also is to irritate the other person as oh, much okay. as possible. So, I mean, I think he, he thought I would appreciate it, but he also is very much like, I don't think he's he... recording his podcast right now, I'm going to call him and tell okay. him about yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> okay. he knew I was recording. Were you born here, or? Uh, I was in born, I was was born in Spokane. Did, have yeah. we already established in the show that you were from Spokane? Yeah. I okay. mean, I yes, so. we did. Ob- obliquely. Okay. Like, we've never said, <laughs> like, explicitly, yeah. I okay. think, but, like, you can infer okay. if you've been How do you feel about Spokane? Uh-huh. You know, complicated. It's my hometown. There's, uh-huh. like, a lot of love for that place. Um, most of that centered around, like, all of my friends that I still have mm-hmm. there. Right. But also, I just... Man... It's you not, would never want to go back there. I, I would never. I would never want to live there again. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's like, how I feel about my hometown. Yeah, I love. My, I love my hometown. Yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> lucky it's you. It's my more, favorite city in the world. Oh God, well, your more, hometown has an actual hockey team. Yeah, so. that's true. That's all we have. It's more yeah. interesting than our hometowns. So, did you have a pretty good high school experience? Would you say it was? I mean, it was all right. As good as high school can be. It it definitely like it was definitely like a, a slow upward trend. Uh-huh. Like I was such a miserable little shit in middle school. <laughs> like I was miserable, and I probably deserved it because I was kind of like. A little shithead. Yeah. Like I was definitely like a, because like I was I was you know relatively like smart for my age. Uh-huh. Like now I realize like yeah I'm not like <laughs> there's so many smarter people but right, like yeah. like when you're like in middle school in like the bad part of Spokane, right, yeah. it's like oh yeah you're like reasonably intelligent uh-huh. so like compared to like some of these. <laughs> Compared to some of these, like, fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, damn. Some of these ding-dongs. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that's cruel. That's yeah, cruel. That, <laughs> I'm sure there weren't that many cases right. of fetal alcohol But sometimes syndrome, you look but... back on middle school and you're like, it was miserable. And then yeah. you're like, I probably could have had a more positive. Yeah, I probably, like, yeah. I probably could have been less of, like, a, a egotistical little prick, uh-huh. you know. But, yeah, so, like, coming into to high school, like, there's a little bit of that, like, oh, I was, like, 
like kind of antisocial. It was like all these people are out to get me, right? Because yeah. they hate that I'm different and right. smart and that I read books. Yeah, okay, and so, so you kind of had the like nerdy angst. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, oh, I had so yeah. much nerd angst. Uh-huh. You were oh, a book man. reader. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah a book reader. You did. <laughs> yeah. You were the words man. But yeah, I had I had like the all, all that nerd angst and like I, I mean, had, like, it was a like how how cliche was your high school when it came to like. Uh, like clicks, you know? Was it just like because you make it sound like it was like jocks versus nerds? It wasn't though. It okay. really wasn't. I perceived it as that uh-huh. my freshman year. <laughs> yeah, I think because like this is what TV I, taught yeah. me. Because it was yeah. what TV taught me. I was uh-huh. like, I know what high school is supposed to be like. I've right. seen a John Hughes film. <laughs> okay, gotcha, yeah. Um, yeah. but like like later on, I realized like like you know, I started to like become more social become more involved with things Uh make more friends and i started to realize like oh like these like we're all just like people like we're all sort of in this together like Uh yeah there's some there's groups there's definitely groups you know like Uh there's yeah like the sports kids hang out together the anime kids hang out together like you know the the theater people tend to hang out together but like there's enough crossover and like enough like broad appeal uh that like i mean like one of the guys who uh did some theater stuff with us, uh, played Magic the Gathering with me, and uh-huh. was, like, one of the defense on the football team. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, it was, like, it wasn't ever, like, a, yeah. oh, like, you're just, you are your thing, uh-huh. and, like, and that's, that's all you There's are. There's no yeah. crossing It turns that. out that people are, are broad and <laughs> yeah. unique. And complicated. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. uh, so what was, like, your transition to Wazoo and Western, like, I mean... Were they were they happy good transitions or were you? Well, like, you so, talked about like Wazoo sucked. Like, yeah, what, what uh-huh. sucked I think, so much? I think oh, you kind of talked a little bit. Yeah, about it, but. well, I think I think part of that was because like I I'd been like slowly working my way upwards like the more positive high school experience. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. that by my senior year of high school, I I felt great. I had a ton of friends. Right. You know, I was like. Like, people liked me. I wasn't like, oh, there's that weird kid, Michael. It's like, yeah. oh, there's that weird kid, Michael. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, You're more okay like, with yourself. Yeah, I was, yeah. like, comfortable with myself. I was comfortable with, like, what was going on. Like, I was still looking forward to, like, getting out of there. But right. I wasn't like a, ah, fuck this place. Right, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, okay, yeah, like, cool. Like, yeah. let's see what else is going on. Uh-huh. And so then when I went to Wazoo, it was like, that's it. Like, right. everything, like, reset. Everything's uh-huh. starting over. It's like oh my god, I barely know any of these people here. Like, right. I, I hardly know anyone. Because, like, almost all of my friends who graduated yeah. went to um, community colleges okay. in the area. So, like, like basically nobody who, like, went into Wazoo with me was, like, somebody that I knew really well. Uh-huh. Like, I knew all that well. So, like, suddenly I didn't have any friends again. Right. Uh, I was, like, in a new environment. Um, I was living away from home, which was, like, yeah, a new yeah. experience. Uh-huh. Like, a little bit stressful. Um, so, like, my grades were, like, like, doing badly, like, I wasn't used to, like, I didn't expect, like, the height, or the, Mm -hmm. the college level of, like, schoolwork, Uh because, like, I'd been able to, like, coast pretty easily through high school, uh, and it was, like, a lot of new stuff all at once, um. Were you finding that you had, you didn't have anything in common with the, with the people at Wazoo, or is... Yeah, it was, like, like, the theater people, like, I got along well enough with them, and I Uh made, I made some good friends there, but, like... Like, everyone else, like, I didn't connect with anyone in, like, any of my chemistry classes. Right. Um, I hated my you roommate. You had no chemistry and... with them. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't get along well with my so roommate. That's why I'm the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, You're getting just, like, sad, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. he's a pun. Yeah, could yeah, yeah, you could have. You could have. Let so, that go. So, yeah, so I, I basically ended up, like, 
like failing some classes because like I wasn't sleeping well and I wasn't doing well. Right. Um, it was and, sort of like just sounded like one thing after another. Yeah, it just yeah. like all sort of piled up, and it got to a point where I was like, okay, I don't think I want to stay at this school anymore. Right. Was so like, it did, was there like one specific thing that like led you to that decision, or was it just kind of like a pile just dominoes, right? Like, uh, and actually, uh, I think the biggest one. Um, was that they cut the funding for the theater department. Oh, really? Like, that was, like, the big thing that I had. That was, like, the one thing where I was, like, okay, I'm, like, happy here at least. And when they were, like, oh, we're cutting the funding for the department. Uh And we, like, tried, like, we protested, tried to, like, get our funding restored. Uh And when that, like, didn't work out, it was, like, okay, Okay. like, if they're cutting the department, like, like, I don't really have anything here anymore. So, yeah, so I took a year off. I, um... I, I went back to Spokane for a year. Um, I was working there, uh, doing like some community theater stuff. Uh, and what was that year like? I mean, uh, you living, living at uh, your parents' house? Yeah, I was living. I was living with my parents' house. I was working at like a, a cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you had a creative outlet, which is good. Cause yeah, sometimes it was nice. The case. It was. It was. It was all right, but like I was still like. Oh man, I'm like back here in uh-huh. Spokane. Like I don't want to stay here my entire right. life. I need to do something that gets me out of Spokane before yeah. I like get trapped. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh-huh. um, it's sort of that feeling that, like you're back in Spokane and it's like that the journey was unsuccessful. Yeah, right? I could like, di- I yeah. could die here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I tried to move out and it didn't work. You know. Like, yeah. But yeah, so a friend of mine was studying anthropology at Western, and I remembered that, like, I liked the improv team, Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I'll see if I can, like, get accepted into Western and go there, Uh, and if that doesn't work out, um, my backup plan was to join the Navy as a cook. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was like looking. So, if no, Washington did not work out. Yep, it would have been at the Navy yeah. As a cook. I was I was okay. looking for like yeah, because I was just like yeah. looking for like some way to get out. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have a, a degree, yeah. so like I can't really do that. Like I can't just like move to Seattle because I don't know anything there. Mm-hmm. I need somewhere to go. Right. So I was looking for that, and it was like, okay, Western is first on my list, and immediately right. after that, Armed yeah, Forces. Right, exactly. Well, <laughs> so but like specifically so, as a cook. Gotcha. So where does that, that need come from? Because I totally relate to that, because I'm from Sammamish, and like love Sammamish, but like anything but move back there, right? Yeah. Like, I just, like, like when I graduate from Western, I'm like, I'll be a full-time dishwasher, doesn't matter, like, as long as I can, like, make yeah. rent and live here. Like, where do you yeah. think that this, like, desperation comes from, of, like, not wanting to go back home? <sighs> I think I think part of it is like I mean like not having the greatest like home life uh-huh. like uh essentially being like a kind of a miserable like like family life sometimes where it's like I don't like I can't like go gotcha. back to that especially if I'm going to be like living at home uh-huh. with like yeah. all of that um also the winters there suck uh-huh. oh man like yeah. I mm, I am not a, a like winter person uh-huh. in a lot of ways. Like I don't do like like when it snows snow, and it's yeah. just like cold and miserable. Uh-huh. I'm just like Ugh. yeah. I think I've experienced like one snow season here in Bellingham. Yeah, there was like three days where there was like yeah. snow on the ground. That was my big and, snow and experience. That was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get a single class canceled. But that's for another time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you, you got into Western then, and yeah. I presumably chose that uh, over... Yeah, right. <laughs> chose that over over applying tour <laughs> to, to, to the Navy. The Navy. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess, um, was uh, transitioning to... Did you major in theater? Yeah, so okay. I started out majoring in chemistry, minoring in theater. 
and then, uh, like a year ago, yeah, last year, I took a um, physical chemistry course, uh-huh. which was the first part in a three-part series, which was required for the chemistry major, mm-hmm. uh, and also the prerequisite for, like, all of the other classes, like, chemistry classes I had to take, uh-huh. and I failed that class, uh-huh. um, and I would not have been able to take it again until uh, next year, and then wow. that would have been, like, I would still need to take the rest of that series, right. so that was going to be, like, an entire another year uh-huh. in school, uh, and then I looked at, like, what I'd done for the theater minor, right. and, like, like, worked out the credits and stuff, and realized, like, oh... If I just take the chemistry minor that I've already earned uh-huh. and switch over to a theater major, right. I can get done in two quarters instead of like gotcha. an entire another mm-hmm. year. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess talk to us about that process of switching because I know a lot of students deal with that of like they switch majors and like oh I've already been to like this school for a year and it's like man I don't even know where where am I going like yeah um, yeah it was. Because, I mean, I, I, I do, I have always loved chemistry. Like, it wasn't, ju- I wasn't just doing chemistry because it was like, I need a real major that'll yeah. get me a real job. Uh-huh. Um, it was, it was always, like, a passion of mine. I've always okay. loved, like, science and stuff. So, um, it was a little bit of, like, a, oh. Like, it felt a little bit like I'd fucked up. Because mm-hmm. I had, in mm-hmm. a way, by yeah. failing that class. Right. Um, but it was also, like, a relief too uh-huh. because the chemistry major was like so hard and so stressful especially trying to fit that in with like improv yeah. and like theater totally, and like all yeah. those other things I wanted to do that like once I realized like oh I can get out like that right. by switching to theater uh-huh. and I still love theater I still want to do that right. like, I'm still happy doing that and like it's not like I've completely like like, I still got the chemistry minor. Yeah. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, yeah, right. this is fine. Like, I uh-huh. felt better about that yeah. than, like, trying to figure out, like, oh, how do I, like, make this work where I can do right, exactly. the entire yeah. year. It's like uh-huh. when one door closes, another one opens. opens. Yeah. yeah. I made that up. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. That's good. You should you should write that down on, like, a coffee mug. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be on the process mugs. I'm going to get here. Very soon, it's gonna say that dash. It's not Kevin gonna Google say, work. yeah. It's yeah. not gonna have yeah. the process on it. It's yeah. have the yeah. People will know what it's from. People will know. I mean, honestly, like I, I think I prefer that. Yeah. Like, like as far as like merchandising for stuff goes, like I don't like things where it's just like the name of the thing. Uh, like this, like this Night Vale shirt. Like you just look at it, it's like a cool, cool yeah. sign. Like it doesn't say like Welcome to Night Vale on it, okay. but like That's if you true, know, yeah. if you know, you, you know. know. There's yeah. there's uh, this band or this this musician I like called Jeff Rosenstock, and he has a shirt that's just got Jeff Goldblum on it, and it says Jeff, and then like really small letters it says Rosenstock. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very good shirt. That's good. that's that's beside the point. Um, yeah. So I guess we can just like put it bluntly uh-huh. the way that we've done it before. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit. So uh, have you dealt much with like depression and or anxiety, and how has that kind of like fed into like your creativity or inhibited you in yeah. any way? Oh man, you knew this was yes. coming. Yes. You could pull, pull out the jar of yeah. answers, yeah. screw off the lid, yeah. and yeah. pour them into the mic. <laughs> yeah. That's a great visual. Also, if you can <laughs> if you can guess how many answers are in this jar, you win yeah. a prize. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more jars. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I definitely, um, I definitely have, uh, a lot of anxiety, um, 
never like not like any like actually like significantly diagnosed anxiety mm-hmm. but like sort of as far back as you can remember or um, just yeah i think uh i think it started to uh uh get like more noticeable i think as i got older mm-hmm. but um yeah i i definitely uh like i get panic attacks sometimes um i actually like a few years ago, I had, like, a panic attack that was, like, so bad that, like, it was, like, that coupled with, like, a hangover uh-huh. that, like, made me think I was having a heart attack. Oh, okay. no. So I ended up, like, going to, to like, the hospital, and they, like, looked at me, and they're like, yeah, you had, like, a really bad heart attack. Right. Like... Or panic attack. Or, yeah. Panic yeah. <laughs> you, you had, had a really bad, bad heart attack. It's <laughs> over. You had, you had, you you had a bad... <laughs> Yeah, like, you had a bad panic attack, like... <laughs> the doctor fucks up. Oh, sorry, I meant panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like, yeah, you're, like, you're like basically fine. Like, get the hell out of here. Also, oh. since you don't have insurance, you owe us $3,000. Oh, shoot. Um, okay. Which yeah. I still oh, have not yeah. uh, addressed. Oh, right, uh, yeah. I, I definitely still owe that, but that's a thing for another time. Hopefully, it's on the record. Hopefully, those uh, those debt collectors whose phone calls I keep ignoring right, don't yeah. listen we'll to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so but it's weird because like someone that deals with anxiety and panic attacks, you think they would be like, yeah, don't do public speaking, you know? Like, yeah, well, like, the thing is, like, I think um, some of that is like some of like why I do what I do is because because I'm like there's like that little core of me that's like kind of sad and miserable and scared is like I want friends and I want people to like me because that like makes me feel better. Like it's like, ah, I have friends and I'm hanging out with friends, so I'm not sad right now. Uh Um, or like, oh, I'm perform, I'm making people laugh. So now I don't feel as sad Uh about everything. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's even, it's nice when you get on stage and make people laugh, but even, it can even, like, make the depression go down even further, because it's like, these people are laughing, they're not really my friends, like, you know, it's like, it's like pseudo-friends, right? Yeah. Like, they're there for, like, those five minutes on stage, and then, I mean, did, does it, does it fuel, like, any, any, like... Does, does your depression go... Can you relate to that? Does your depression go deeper sometimes after shows or before shows? Um, I think... I think, like, shows are, like, the thing where it's, like, I'm the... I, I feel the best after a good show. Right. Like, especially, like, if it's a good show, then I'm, like, yeah, I feel great. Like, uh-huh. I'm all high on, like, endorphins and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, when it's a bad show, like, it kind of bumps me out. But, like, even then, I'm, like, bummed out because it was a bad show. Uh-huh. So it's, like... Even bad shows, I'm like, okay, like, that was a bad show. And I yeah. think about how it was, like, a bad show rather than, like, think about the fact that our lives are finite and... Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're more <laughs> concerned about the performance than yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a healthy attitude. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I should probably do more <laughs> often. Um, so have, uh, do you think uh, depression at all, like, feeds into your, your performance in any way, whether that be writing or improv or, or acting? Um... Yeah, there's a. I think like uh, for for improv, it doesn't that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a couple of times when like because like it seems appropriate for the scene, I'll like let some of like that through in a way right. to like use yeah. it as a character. But uh, for for my stand up, uh, there's there's a decent amount of that like just like 
yeah, like a little bit of that like melancholy and like like anxiety and like rumination. Like I put that into some of the jokes and right. like that's part of the character uh-huh. yeah. and stuff. Uh, and then for the writing, um, I think like uh, my writing is probably where it comes through the most. Like my my scripts, uh, a lot of my scripts, um, even when they're comedies, like uh, there's like an element to them where I'm like, oh yeah, like this is like something that like I have anxiety about or right. like, that I'm like fixated on mm-hmm. or or whatever. Um, and, like, that's also, I think, where, like, probably the darkest... Like, because that's where I can do the darkest stuff. Like, I can right. do stuff that isn't a comedy mm-hmm. in a script. Like, I could write something that's, like, a lot more dramatic because right. I'm, like... I'm not trying to make people laugh uh-huh. at yeah. that point. Like, well, I can just be like, yeah, here, here's okay. the thing. Yeah. But so, like, how do you deal with those, those moments when you have to, like, do a rehearsal or a show and you're just like, I am just feeling just it's sad and depressed and I have to do just an attitude transplant? <sighs> yeah. Um... It's, uh, like, for for improv, if I'm, like, having, like, a bad day, if I'm, like, <laughs> especially, like, depressed or whatever, um, like, before shows, we always, like, check in with each other. Okay. Uh, and we're, like, so, like, like how are we feeling today? Like, uh-huh. we tell each, like, we tell each other how we're feeling okay. today so we can, like, put that out, like, <laughs> so I can be, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, like, really depressed, like, I haven't found a job yet <laughs> or whatever or, you know, like... I just feel like like I'm in a bad place today, but like I'm here and I'm like ready to do improv, uh-huh. and so like putting that out there, it's right. like we're you don't all have sort to mask of anything. Yeah. yeah, like you can just like I can be honest with the right. group. I can uh-huh. tell the group like yeah, like I'm I'm uh-huh. feeling like shit today. Uh-huh. Um, so like, yeah, so I guess like in from. in any performance like there's it's which is weird because like in like writing or like plays, especially like in your stand up, it's like you feel like you're playing somebody else, but it's like the only time you can feel like you can really be honest. Yeah. You know, like day to, like your day to day, it's like I feel like I'm just not honest the whole day and then like <laughs> Green Frog open mic is like the time I'm only really honest. Yeah. Like those five minutes, like that was the only time I have like In front of these strangers. In front of these I'm strangers. Bear my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we feel the need to only be honest on stage and like have like real feelings on stage, but then in real life it's like, all right, time for everything fake all the well, time. I think I I think it's because like there's this expectation or like this acceptance that you can do that mm-hmm. in in like mm-hmm. art. Like there's that like oh yeah like you're doing art like even if it's stand up because stand up is still art. Yeah. Uh, I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, like there's that there's that acceptance of like oh yeah there's art like art comes from like a place of like like emotional depth so like right there's that uh, I guess you're allowed uh-huh. to express those emotions. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whereas, like, in your day-to-day life, like, you're not, you're not supposed to, like, if you're, like, working as, like, a cashier or Uh something, and, like, somebody's, like, how's your day? Like, like, your customer's, like, how's your day? It's like, man, I'm fucked up, you know? Like, I I have no idea how I'm going to pay my bills. Uh Uh, I've got this, like, this, like, pain in my chest that's, like, giving (laughs) me, like, a lot of, Uh a lot of worry. Like, I don't, you know, I've, like, lost some weight recently. Yeah, people are, like... It's a sign of weakness, right? Yeah. And people like yeah. I don't like, people don't want to hear it either. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, also, it's also like uncomfortable. Yeah, so yeah. Like, like, like you, you can't want, do yeah. that to like a, a customer. But if like I were to go on stage and I'm, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got I've I've been like so like I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills. I've like, got this right. like like these like chest pains. I'm losing weight and like yeah. you can like turn that into a joke. But like yeah. there's that's uh-huh. still that like honest like yeah I'm like like stressed yeah. out like right exactly. 
Because, like, you know... They even get it. Yeah, like, yeah. even in, like, the chemistry department, they understand what, like, extracurricular right. activities and, like, clubs and stuff are. Because yeah, I, I, I always feel like they were just that one dick professor that's like, no excuses, Michael. Yeah. Like, I, you need... But you never experienced that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's incredible. You had good chemistry with your <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. God damn it, Kevin. I could, as I was looking at you, you were like, I could tell that you, there was a joke over the horizon, but it still it still caught me off guard. Uh, it still, I still didn't see it coming after. Well, I'm glad, you know? You kind of had this, like, just, just, just wait, wait until you're done saying something, because well, I got the perfect rebuttal. To something. That's two. That's, that's two. two. All right. That's so. two. There's three. There's a rule of three. Rule three. Rule with three. Yeah. Okay. It'll be in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Yeah. It's the long yeah. con. Uh, no. So act three. Yeah. Um. So what have you been listening to, watching? Any, uh, I mean, you, you, you can talk can about plays. Anything. No one's talked about plays, plays before. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have, you have oh man. Oh man. I actually uh like relatively recently um. I'm a big fan of the uh, the Idiom Theater uh-huh. here in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of stuff uh, with them, and I try and see most of their plays. And um, I just, uh, I guess not just, but like a few months ago, saw The Last Days of Melville Malloy, okay. which was like written by uh, Glenn Apollo Hergenhan Zhao, the, okay. uh, <laughs> the artistic director right, of The Idiom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. If you guys can get him on the podcast, yeah. that man, I... I idolize him Uh like he is so like good and like so talented in Mm -hmm. so many ways that like he blows me away i aspire to someday be Be like glenn Glenn. yeah Yeah. um but yeah it was like this beautiful little thing about like a reporter who's looking for like a a rock star who like just disappears one day is like tracking him down and um it's just this like two-man show in an apartment where like the, the rock star Melville Malloy like gets the the reporter to like do all these like weird like uh-huh. like research grade drugs okay. and like talks about like like his like depression and anxiety and uh-huh. stuff and like it was like really spoke to me yeah, um, yeah that so was really good what kind of like shows and movies or music really like appeals to you like is it like do you find yourself like more attracted to like dark comedies or yeah just... I'm I'm drawn I'm drawn a lot towards the uh, Toward, yeah, t- towards uh, sort of uh, dark comedies, but not, not like dark comedies in the sense where they're like cynical. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I guess um, stuff like like Thirty Rock has okay. like like this uh, undercurrent of darkness to uh-huh. it that yeah. uh, that I, I like a lot. Um, uh, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. I like. I still, I, it totally does. Yeah, oh, that I totally shot. Has a I shotgunned yeah. that thing yeah. uh-huh. like that was <laughs> yeah. like that was like so up yeah. my alley because I like. I like it where there's like, yeah, like this is a little fucked up, but right. like it's treated in like a slightly whimsical way, yeah. uh-huh. um, where there's like a little bit of whimsy to the like, yeah. like shittiness. Yeah. How, like, are you into like any like really mainstream blockbuster films, like almost like your guilty pleasure, or like or like reality TV or something like that? I don't know. Like the Santa Claus Two is also <laughs> a great Santa movie. Claus Two oh, yeah. is also in my top three. Yeah. I mean, like it might it might not be like that much of a like oh like mainstream or whatever like it's probably still like a little bit of like a 
hipstery uh-huh. thing. But yeah, like yeah. Space Jam, I've yeah, I Space, love Space Jam. Jam. Space Jam I love so Space good. Jam so much. Yeah. Like I'm so into <laughs> yeah. Space Jam as like a concept. You know Space Jam. You know the, the Space Jam soundtrack is like one of the top selling albums yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, it's aged well. It too. has. It's it still holds aged up. Well. Yeah, but I feel like if you if you if you tell someone like in general like oh yeah I love Space, Space Jam. Jam like there's that <laughs> sort of expectation like oh yeah you're like a hipster I see your yeah. flannel like you right. ironically. We love Space Jam. No, I just fucking love Space Jam. I genuinely love Space Jam. It's just, it's an experience to just watch and be like, this got made, this got pitched, this got shot. It's stands in time, and you're just like, I. It's astounding to me that that movie exists. You know, they they want to make another one with LeBron. I keep hearing that. I feel like that's not true. I don't know. I mean, LeBron, he was in a train wreck. I think he's like trying to act. Well, especially because like he's retiring or retire he should probably retire lebron's been around for a while hasn't he he's like like 30 something years old he's ancient so this is i just thought of this i don't think we've ever talked to anybody about this but you like just you genuinely are super into sports yeah Yeah. talk about that when did that start i don't Um, know (laughs) podcast exclusive no no, because it's it's like a lot of like artistic times like i don't give a fuck about Sports. sports. Yeah. Like you genuinely love sports. I, I was yeah. just like curious, like what where did that start, and, and like um, what do you love about it? I think, uh, well, part of it was like uh, when I was when I was fairly young, like I did like a little bit of sports before I realized like I was like not really like physically coordinated enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. but, like I don't know, it's just like it was something that, like I grew up with, and there was like a brief period of my life where I was like when I was like you know angsty super nerd like yeah. middle school where I was a little bit like ugh sports. Um, but, like, I grew up with it, like, my, my parents would, like, watch, like, the Seahawks and the Mariners and stuff. I got, I went to, like, uh, we lived in Tacoma for a while, so I would go see, like, the Rainiers play. Uh, I would see, like, the Indians and the Shock in Spokane. Um, it's just, like, I don't know, because, like, I love when somebody can do something impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's something that, like, I can't do. Like, I love... I love knowing and, like, seeing and, like, watching musicians because, uh-huh. like, I'm not musically, like, inclined. Right. Uh, and, like, it's the same thing for sports. It's like, wow, you're, like, really good at this uh-huh. thing. Like, that's, like, a physical, like, activity that you're doing that I can't do. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's impressive. Right. Like, it's impressive watching that. And then, like, I also, like, um, it's, like, a nice thing to, like, hang out with people, uh-huh. you know? Like, it's like, ah, I can talk with, like, people about yeah. sports yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, are you into sports at all? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I, but I get the I get the appeal. I think yeah. I was like for a really long time because I played sports. I played uh-huh. lacrosse for seven years. Like uh-huh. I, I enjoyed. I was like always like okay. I could see how people could enjoy playing sports. <laughs> but like the following sports to me was was always weird. And then it was it was actually like into college. I had a friend explain to me why he liked baseball so much. Yeah, and and he was baseball. like he's like it's like the narrative. It, like uh-huh. there's because yeah. you play what is it like 180 games in a season yeah. or something like insane wow. yeah. where it's like. The stats, that's how you get, like, really detailed stats, because uh-huh. it's, like, it's over the very, very long right, term. Yeah. And so it's, like, he started getting to the narrative, and, like, yeah, yeah like, and I was, like, that's actually kind of compelling. That's interesting mm-hmm. from, like, from just, like, you know, a, a, a uh-huh. kind of an outside observer perspective, and, like, yeah. that kind of changed my perspective, and I started, it's also impossible to live in San Jose without loving the Sharks, but right. I feel like it's also impo- impossible to dislike hockey if you ever go to a hockey <laughs> oh game. Oh, my God, I love hockey so <laughs> much. Like, if you ever just, like, sit in the arena, yeah. you're just, like... Oh Whoa! man! Yeah. I love hockey. Oh, when I when I was in Spokane, I uh, I would go to uh, to Spokane Chiefs games. 
Uh, and the Chiefs are like were like our local like. <laughs> see, I thought that they were like a minor league hockey team or mm. something when I was going. Um, and then like one day I like looked them up, and they're like a junior hockey team okay so they're like all like 14 to 17 years old but like when you go to the games it's still like an actual hockey (laughs) where people are still like out for blood and like so like amped up (laughs) and like when i was going like i didn't know that like these were children Uh playing hockey because like they were playing like basically like actual hockey Uh and like there were fights and stuff Uh and so like i was like yeah fight yeah Woo! And then, like, years later, it's like, oh my god, that was a child. I was cheering on one child, pummeling another. Yeah, hockey's, hockey's just pure, non-stop adrenaline, just, yeah. like, from start to... It's crazy. Yeah, I, just, I realized about a couple years ago, it surpri- I surprised myself how much I was into the Seahawks in football. Because before that, I was like, it's really apathetic. Like, I didn't really follow sports at all. I'm like, I don't know the names of any players, let alone the names of the teams. And then, like, the Seahawks craze started to, started to happen, and... And, like, I was just sort of like, whatever, I'm not going to get caught up in the bandwagon phase. But, like, my roommates would have people over every week to watch mm-hmm. the game. But then, like, slowly but surely, I'd be like, what? That's a terrible call! <laughs> yeah! Like, and I started yelling at the TV. And I remember my girlfriend being like, why do you care? I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed to No, exactly. Well, and, like, I, I, I knew the moment I had, like, crossed over into, like, oh, I think I actually kind of like sports. Was mm-hmm. I was I was up here. I moved here without knowing a single person. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I saw a guy. He was in, like, a full Sharks, like, get-up. <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't, like, a jersey. It was just, like, his whole ensemble was, <laughs> was like, a shark. wearing, like, a, a uniform? Like, a, yeah, like, I don't know. It was, like, a jacket and a shirt. And, like, the oh, pants matched. Man. And I was, like, I was like sharks! Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, are you from San Jose? I was like, yeah, I'm from San Jose. And I like, got really excited. It was, it's just like this like, like communal like, experience, like this common yeah. thing like, a, right. like so far away from, I mean, like, reasonably far from San Jose. Right, it's like yeah. we can bond over this one thing. It's, like, it's, it's yeah. great. And like, I think I, I hated that on principle for a while. Like, oh, sports are so stupid. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like if you're a theater kid, you can't also be into sports, which right. I think is... <laughs> which is ridiculous, because, yeah. like, stupid, yeah. actually, if you, like, talk to some of the people in yeah. the department, like, right. it's like, yeah, no, they're way into sports right but like some more like, than others but like yeah <laughs> yeah but then it's like i feel bad the other way around too it's like i'm sure there's people on the football team that are like oh i love rent and like yeah. and I, can't, <laughs> I can't express it to anybody like grease if, grease I, 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 I like i like that that's that's like the only play that they're nothing else yeah. if any football players listen to this it's okay it's okay yeah. you can you, know, you, can, you can do you talk can to us about grease live and how you thought it was yeah yeah you can like all the things is that our takeaway Oh, sure. oh, actually, yeah. yeah, we can we can we can start to wrap up. Before we get to plugs, this is a new thing in Ooh. season two. Ooh. Uh, we're gonna ask you for one takeaway. Like, if you could just say like one thing to people listening, if they only fast forward and listen to this, like one thing, what would you say right. to sort them? Sort of like advice, any sort of advice. Right. Whatever. It doesn't even have. Whatever, you could yeah. you could berate them. I don't yeah. know. It's your takeaway. Yeah. What, what's your takeaway? <sighs> and you can. So we went to. I'll, I'll cut it down at the beginning of the show. We so should. you have more time to think yeah, about. We should it. do that. But yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, it would have been nice to be warned, but uh, <laughs> I think, I mean, I do, I do kind of like that idea that like, yeah, you can just like, like anything, because uh-huh. um, I was, you know, we talked about like, I do, like, I like sports and like, I like, uh, you know, weird, bad movies and I mean, like, and this is not like unusual anymore, I think, but you know, like I love rap and stuff uh-huh. and like all of these different things where it's like, yeah, just like, like, like whatever the hell you want to like. Uh-huh. And like, don't feel superior to like, ha- feel like you have to feel superior to anyone because like, 
you like something else. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like what you like. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Yeah, you talk about that like in a, like uh, like when you were in high school. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. like the guy who played Magic the Gathering. And yeah. Was also like a job. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah, and like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I like books. So that makes me better than these people. It's like no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it just means that I like books. You, you just like books. Yeah. yeah. And it ends right there. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. Great. Good takeaway, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. Um, do you have anything to plug? Uh oh, you know what? Actually, um. I, if this comes out before April 23rd... It, it, it will. will. It will. Good. Okay. <laughs> if this comes out before three months from now, yeah. um, the uh, the Dead Parrot Society uh, is going to be competing in Chicago, Illinois, yeah. uh, in the National College Improv Tournament yes. finals. Uh, we're trying to get a trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my last year to win that trophy. Oh, um, boy. I want that trophy. Uh-huh. I am very competitive yes. sometimes. Okay. Uh, if you um, look for the uh, college improv tournament, uh, every year they have a live stream for the finals. So on April 23rd, I have no idea what time of day it'll be, and it'll be on Chicago time, whatever time it is. You can watch us compete and try and win a trophy. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Other than that, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm at the Green every, Frog are, most. They every, are they every weekend or? Uh, not every weekend. We try and do every other weekend, but you guys have a website. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. got we've got a website. Uh, we've got a Facebook. Okay. Um, we can put links. We've got a Twitter. Yeah, yeah. We have the technology. For that. Yeah. So. You can. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand how links work. So could you yeah. handle that part, portion? I can't. I can okay. try. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Kev. Um, yeah. Uh, if you'd gotten me earlier, I could have told you about the, uh, the 48-hour theater festival, but that's not a thing anymore. (laughs) In the past. Yep. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Green Frog, I'm there most Mondays. I wasn't there, uh, last Monday because I was sad and sick, but... Also, this is coming out, like, way later, so last Monday is a completely (laughs) different time (laughs) frame. I'm there. I'm there every Monday. Let's just just say that. Yeah, 9.30. yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for being on. Well, don't Michael. you have anything? Uh, yeah. Well, first I was gonna just say oh. I felt like we had some good chemistry on this episode. There, <laughs> there it is. is. There it is. Um, I got some plugs. <laughs> Follow me at K underscore Hoog. I got YouTube. I still saw the expression. I saw that coming over. <laughs> that was, was like, a mile away. I, that was, that was, that was a mile like, away. Where, how can I fit this? Yeah. In? Uh, <laughs> I've been really bad about getting anything on my YouTube channel. But hey, if you want, you <laughs> plug that every episode. Yeah. You know whatever. YouTube.com slash What a Nerd Show. Uh, we got a podcast called... I'm not gonna do that bit. Um, and oh, you can yeah. follow me on Twitter at John Lee 271 and I'm also at the Green Frog every Monday. Oh, oh, oh! I'll, yeah. I also have a Twitter. Oh, okay, okay, yes. right. I also have a Twitter. That's I right, you do. I don't use it that much, but sometimes I do. It's, um, it's C-A-P-T Whiskey, uh, as in Captain Whiskey. Uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think ahead enough to get something that, like, contained my name, um, because I, when I made the Twitter, I didn't realize that stand-up comedians are supposed to have Twitters, and it's supposed to be their name somehow. One day you'll be famous enough to get rid of all the other, like, M-brands. Yeah. M-brands? Oh, I see what you, okay, I see what you mean. Like, all my other handles that I want to change mine to are taken, so I've committed. Oh, really? There are other Kevin Hoogerworths out there? I guess so. Okay. And they all took K-Huge, which is like my... That's weird. I couldn't change it. It's all gone. I'm sorry. It's all right. right. Well, thanks, Michael, for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Can we hit it? It's kind of far away. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Thanks for listening to The Process. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, be sure to like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Process with John Kevin. Uh, you can follow us at SoundCloud or subscribe on like any podcasting app. Just search The Process with John Lee and Kevin Hugerwerf. And join us next week for 
improviser James Martin Tweedale yeah. talks to us. It's, it's going to be awesome, so look out for it. All right. <laughs> next thanks, week. Next week. Thanks, guys.